Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We're looking at tender corruption, very much prevalent within our SOEs at the moment. Joining us now just to take a closer look at the situation, Karam Singh, Executive Director at Corruption Watch. Karam, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, and thanks for having me on the program. Oh, great to have you on board, Karam. So as I mentioned, the tender corruption prevalent, well, in many more spheres than one, one could say, but we're looking particularly at the SOEs. How bad is it right now? What are your findings? Well, um, I mean, there have been you know, numerous reports um, about uh, procurement irregularities, particularly uh, recently in the news at Transnet and at ESCOM, uh, we yes. know that both Trans, Transnet and ESCOM were subject to uh, significant investigations and findings during the state capture Zondo Commission. Right. Uh, and it would it would seem, you know, several years on from those uh, initial sets of allegations that, uh, you know, we're still dealing with significant challenges at these at these state owned enterprises. Indeed. And now we have this latest one about uh, breathalyzer stores. Give us a bit more information on that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a, you know, again, a story that's, uh, that one is sort of picked up, uh, following, uh, the special investigating units, uh, report to Scopa, uh, but it would seem as if Transit now has dismissed two of its leading executives over a, a 33.8 million contract for disposable straws. Right. Um, where, where the price was inflated from 28 cents. Wow. Uh, to 29 rand per unit, which is a 10,000 percent markup, which is, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty outrageous. In, indeed. Karam, okay, so you mentioned these, uh, these uh, SOEs, these, uh, uh, yeah, SOEs earlier on. Um, do you, does Corruption Watch see it really escalating at this? Is this really now starting to get out of hand, beyond out of hand with state-owned enterprises? You know, I, th- I think, um, you know, the, the financial uh, irregularities have been out of hand for, for a long time. No, indeed. Um, yeah. um, it, it's not clear in this current moment whether we can say things are getting worse. Right. Uh, but certainly, certainly it's not clear that we've sort of turned a corner, uh, because these stories keep coming out. So, right. um, you know, and, and, and we, we know ESCOM's, you know, uh, uh, you know, general state of play there in terms of, a basic ability to keep the lights on is a real challenge and that load shedding is a direct result of, you know, years of mismanagement mm-hmm. and, and corruption. Indeed. Karam, so how could citizens come into this uh, along with uh, organizations like yours, yours, such as Corruption, what, to hold um, politicians accountable for corruption in the SOEs? I mean, I think the key thing really is to speak out, um, you know, for the pe- people that are within the system, uh, uh, at various places when they observe wrongdoing, that they find some way, uh, you know, if they have to re- remain anonymous because of safety concerns, so be it. But, you know, the one thing that came out during the Zondo Commission was that a lot of irregularities were taking place, corrupt schemes were going on, but that there was complicity within the system mm. by people just sort of turning the other way right. or, uh, uh, you know, remaining silent. So, I mean, as a society... Uh, uh, we all have a responsibility to play in terms of speaking out, calling right. out corruption, reaching out where we feel safe to do so uh, to people that can then take up these matters, can advocate for, you know, better, better systems Certainly. and where appropriate uh, investigations taking place. 
Okay, so that leads me to my next question. Sorry, <laughs> I've started a bit there. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around now, you know, on the way forward, you know, at least to try and bring all this to an end. To what extent does the government protect the, those people that speak out? We have a challenge in the country around the whistleblower protection system. Mm. At the moment, we, we, we don't have a system which really protects the individuals. We've got a system which protects certain disclosures from individuals generally within a workplace context. Right. So one of the things that we've been talking about in terms of reforms, and it's one of the one of the recommendations that comes out of the Zondo Commission, is that we need a much more robust system for protecting whistleblowers mm-hmm. to ensure that uh, people don't, uh, aren't, uh, uh, you know, that there's not retaliation against them in the workplace and that their, their safety is protected. And at the moment... You know, that that doesn't characterize our system. We know that we have, you know, problems around organized crime and and around violence. And we know that, Mm -hmm. you know, in some cases, whistleblowers actually, you know, uh, uh, you know, are assassinated and and intimidated. Uh, So, you know, we really need to turn that around. And and that's really where I think government has a a huge responsibility going forward. Indeed. Karim, one of our listeners is asking uh, about the 600 million from the 2010s uh, Football World Cup. What is going on about that? That's, uh, you know, from, from, from what we understand, there's nothing at the moment that we're aware of mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, investigations, uh, relating to alleged corruption in the 2010, uh, uh, World Cup. But that certainly is, is a story that's, uh, uh, you know, that hasn't been resolved and there's, right. you know, possibly some, something that could come from that. Indeed. So how often does corruption watch engage uh, with government or authorities on matters of such concern, Akaram? We, we engage with government a lot. Uh, you know, we're in different, different fora with government. So we do sit in meetings with them. We do consult with them, but certainly when, Allegations of corruption are brought to our attention and we're right. able to verify them. We do, we do what we can to refer them to appropriate law enforcement agencies that are able to take forward investigations. Um, so whether it be through law enforcement and the special investigating unit, even the, uh, uh, auditor, uh, auditor general, uh, you know, we are in touch with, uh, uh, a government and law enforcement on a regular basis. Okay, I think that will bring some, uh, at least, inspiration to all those who are listening out on what we are discussing this afternoon, Karim. Indeed, proactivity. That's what that's what the key line, the bottom line is, isn't it? To at least keep all these situations in check, especially amongst the SOEs and what's happened transpiring in them in this day and age. Karim, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, just to give us some background as to what we are contending with, uh, corruption-wise in SOEs, and uh, where corruption. Watch stands in the investigations regarding this corruption taking place.